Welcome back to the MBH podcast. Money buys happiness. Miami buys happiness. <sighs> Damn. Damn, son. Damn, son. Yeah, I mean, um, listen, before we get into it, just want to let you guys know, um, everyone's been asking us like, hey, um, how, you know, how the fuck did you guys get Kyle on? How the fuck did it all happen? What was the situation? Well, we had comments like, oh, you guys must have been friends with him back in back home in Toronto, Canada, yeah, whatever. Sure, bro. But <laughs> but <laughs> before I tell we tell that story, I want to say thank you to Kyle um, and the whole team. Honestly, what a squad. bro! Yeah. What, what a, a squad. Just, just a group of fucking beauties. Beauties. No. Yeah. Like I got to be honest. That I was, mean, that was huge, dude. Just just I don't think I don't think we expected that at all. I mean, we well, can talk about what well, we really expected. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's crazy. But yo, shout out all the new viewers yes. and listeners. Yes. There's a lot of you. A lot of Appreciate you. all the love. We've been looking mm-hmm. at every comment. Yep. Most of them good. Some of them are jokes. That's <laughs> <laughs> so a funny one. Some fucking that's jokes. Funny ones, but yo, welcome. Yeah. Welcome to MBH. Yeah, welcome to the channel. Um, we're just going to give you guys straight fire. Fire. Week in, week yep. out, it's straight fire. Um, and yeah, we just thought the best way to move on from that ridiculously successful episode was to kind of tell the story because obviously I'm sure you guys saw like first of all our subscribers went from like 2000 to like 22 I think we're still we're climbing 23 now 23 yeah you know we're doing like averaging like on a good episode maybe like between a thousand to three thousand views this one just touched a milli this morning a milli like holy fuck anyways okay yeah let's get into it so for anybody new old whatever this is the story of how the fuck it happened how we got kyle on and how um we fucking manifested this shit so actually um we're gonna get our editor to pop it in here but we've actually kind of been manifesting this yeah um we've like i don't want to say call called kyle out but like told him a couple times like hey bro like we're gonna get you like on some of our older episodes yeah um and yeah i think this really all started with um us getting 905 shooter on first i just love this podcast so much <laughs> kyle i feel like you're gonna see this too hit the kids up bro kyle bro check your dms bro check the dms every day bro shout out my guy nino yeah bro. shout out nino he um i think he hit me up or hit ernesto up he has, he, i think he has both up yeah he hit um, us both up and was like hey like love your po- love like love the podcast love what you guys are doing there's not yeah. really anybody in toronto doing it um and yeah like I'd, i if you guys are down to have me i'd love to come on so i think that was kind of the first step of like maybe getting some recognition uh he came on it was a banger episode you guys when then we had him on again but the first one was a bang they were both bangers but the first one was a real big banger um and so he came on and that was cool um and then i think that caught uh kyle's eye obviously they still follow each other and whatnot um and then maybe there was about a month after that we were, I was just driving home and I get a message from one of my buddies being like, yo, they, uh, like they, they talked about you on the full send episode with Nino. And I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? Yeah. And so he sends me the clip. And then I saw some one? clips on your Instagram of that the Toronto podcast. Yeah, Money Buys Happiness. It's, it's like a local uh, podcast. I kind of just told my backstory of like. Are those guys brothers? No, no, no. They're just friends? coworkers. Yeah, they're just friends. Um, and That's a cool one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really yeah, cool. Like um, I'm like, holy fuck. Obviously, we're massive fans of Nelk. Have been for a long time. Um, so I send the clip to Ernesto. And long story short, um, they were having the convo with Nino. And then he's like, and Kyle said to Nino, like, oh, like I saw 
you were um i saw you did some podcasts whatever yeah there was that one with those two guys he like asked if we were brothers yeah. which we're not yeah um but he you know he made a very small comedy he's like i like i like what they're doing or something along those lines that got us fired up so that got us fucking <laughs> dude me, me and this guy are posting on our stories like we're going crazy whatever this little but clip. it just it made us go harder too with the pod 100 yeah. percent, right because now we knew like okay not, not not that he's watching us all the time, but maybe he, he you know, maybe or his team or someone was somebody watching us. like yeah, somebody's yeah. seeing this, right? Including him, including Kyle. So that was kind of the first instance, whatever. From that point, uh, obviously, we kept doing our thing, filming our two episodes a week, dropping them. We threw a couple, a couple call outs in there saying, Kyle, let us know, hit us up, come on the pod, whatever. Shout out Kyle, bro. I know you see us, fam. I know you, I see, know this, you see us, bro. I know you see this, Kyle. Come on the podder. <laughs> Yo, it's check your DMs, bruv. It's a Toronto thing. It's not thing. that serious. It's a Toronto thing. You, you know where we're at. You've seen it. Come true, baby. I know you even threw the whole, like, yo, I like that. <laughs> yo, I, heard, I heard you say, I like that. Yeah, it was low, but I heard it. I okay? like that. And then I was fucking stoned one Friday night. I think it was about, I'd say between six to You're eight months ago. You're stoned every Friday night. I'm stoned every Friday night. But, <laughs> but one specific Friday night, again, I don't know if it was six months ago or eight months ago, um, just stoned on my couch. I'm like, you know what? Let me just fucking DM Kyle and whatever yeah, yeah. like truly not expecting to get a response at all i just hit him up and i'm like hey man um you know we'd love to have you on the pod if you're ever in toronto um you know we're big fans of you and like we think that like our audience and, and the city to be honest would would just love to ha like have you on a hometown yeah. pod something like that and um and like i'm like yeah but you know what like probably he's never never gonna respond i even told her i'm like yeah okay like he's not gonna, I'm gonna respond and then, man, like, I think it was a day later, he just hits me, like, and it was quick. He just hits me. He's just like, I'm down, bro. I'm like, here we fucking go. So I'm snapping. I'm like, okay. Right away, I'm like, dude, let me know if you're in the city, blah, blah, blah. We'll fucking come fly out to you to film it, whatever. We went back and forth a little bit, and he's just like, honestly, I think it'd be cooler if we did it in Toronto. I was telling you this, right? Yeah. Um, I think it'd be cooler if we did it in Toronto. It's hometown vibes, like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay, proper, like. That was cool. Wasn't really going to try and be pushy about it. Um, can't be pushy, you know? Can't be pushy. No. And he made his point. He was like, yeah, when I'm back home in Toronto, we'll do it. No problem. Um, so fast forward like a couple months. He's back home in Toronto. He's uh, He was at the Rink of Dreams. Yeah. Ripping like... Um, ripping some hockey, some fucking puck matches with some the boys. Puck. Yeah, that was crazy. And, uh, and I tell her, I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm going to DM him. Like, fuck it. Like, whatever. DM'd him, hey, bro, see you're in town. If you got a fucking hour of time, let's make this happen. Yeah. Didn't read it. <laughs> no problem. Dreams crushed. I'm like, all right, all good. I think I actually double DM'd him. I think I even told you. I'm like, I'm going to fucking double, like, whatever. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, you did. And I double DM'd him. Didn't even read it. No problem. All fucking good. All fucking good. So... Fast forward again, maybe two more months. We're still like, we're still like throwing little like gems. Yeah, in our, I think in our every episodes. episode of just like me and you, we were for sure doing. Yeah, that. I mean like, hey, bro, like we know you're watching, yeah. whatever, blah blah blah. And um, and then he puts out a tweet, and you caught this actually. Yeah. What did the tweet say? Um, what podcast should we should we go on, or what podcast should we blow up, or something? Yeah, like it was that. like so. It was like what what podcast should full send like blow up or yeah. something? And and Ernesto saw the tweet, sent it to me. And then we pretty much just like, like activated our audience and we're like, yo, guys, go on Twitter and just blow this up. Like, just let them know what fucking pod they have to blow up. Right. MBH podcast, MBH podcast. We went crazy. 
So that happens. I think that's like, I want to say December at some point. Like I could be wrong, but probably in that time frame around December 2021. And, um, and yeah, that happens. A couple of days go by, nothing. We're like, all right, whatever. We keep it moving, right? The way we saw it was like, we're just going to keep doing it. Whatever. We're going to keep yeah, reaching yeah. out. We're going to keep making them know we're here. And at some point, it's got to work. Um, and I think about a week after that, I get a message being like, yo, what's your number? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, from Kyle. I'm like, damn, son, <laughs> yeah, let's fucking big, go. That was a big, one, was a big yeah. one. I, I messaged this guy. I'm like, bro, he asked for the number. Like, okay, we're 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 making progress. And uh, yeah, I got my number, or I gave him my number. He had messaged me, um, and honestly, the first like the first contact via like text was like, yo, whatever. Like, we love what you're doing. The production value, blah blah blah. Like, you guys are killing it. It's sick. Whatever. Um, would you be guy? Would you guys be down to like move out to the states? Because like Toronto's can only you can only grow so big in Toronto. If you guys are down to move out to the states, whatever, we could help you guys like get some bigger guests, some guys in our network, blah blah blah, um, and really like blow this thing up. Like essentially, he's trying to say like I think we could sign you guys and really help take this to the next level because we see the potential, whatever. And obviously, I call Ernesto. I'm telling him like what the fuck's happening. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm like. Like the cow, bro. Like you just say the word, whatever. Like we'll like we'll make the deal happen. Yeah. Obviously, we're not stupid. We 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 know what that's gonna do for the, for the for the channel for us, right? So we're like, yeah, you let us know, whatever. We're fucking in it. That's why I'm that's why I'm telling him over text. And he's like, all good. Like we're we're gonna work on something. Like we're gonna work on. I'm assuming he meant like a contract or something. Um. So me and this guy are all amped. We're going off. We're not really telling anybody because, like, you don't want to be that guy that says, like, oh, this is going to happen and then it doesn't. And then you look like yeah. an idiot. Um, so that happened and we waited. Started with hours, days, <laughs> weeks, <laughs> months, and just nothing was coming of it. Um, and obviously I was, like, I was in a weird position. We, we I mean, we were in a weird position, but because I, w I had that contact with him, I was in a weird position because... I wanted to do whatever I could to push it forward, but I also didn't want to be that guy who seemed like pure, I don't want to say desperate, but sort yeah, of but desperate in a way, right? Um, <laughs> thanks, bro. <laughs> no problem. And, um, and yeah, so basically we, we, we were like, okay, we're obviously not going to just like rely on this to happen. Like we keep it moving. That's yeah. how we work. Whether this deal came through or not, whatever. Like we were going to blow this podcast up. If it took us 20 years, we would do it and we'd put the work in. And so I think like just like it, it was a maybe like every month or every like three, four weeks that whatever that went by, I would hit him up. Dude, I was sending him voice notes being like, hey, man, like we're fucking eager to do this. Like you let me know whatever you need, whatever. Man, just getting left on red time and time and time again. I think it was probably like five to six times that I hit him. And bro, honestly, I did that because when, when we got to Miami to come film here, we watched the podcast, not the podcast, we watched the um, the Kanye uh, documentary. And I remember um, there's a, a part of it where Jay-Z and Kanye were in the studio and they and they think they, they come up with like H to the Izzo, the biggest track of, of one of the biggest tracks of both their careers. And Jay-Z was like, man, like, thank God you kept, like, blowing me up, like, blowing up my phone and shit because closed mouths don't get fed. 
Yep. And I'm like, and damn, I took that. that to heart. You know what yeah. I mean? I took that to heart. I'm like, okay, if that's what it needs to be, I'll be that guy. Like, I'll, I'll completely remove my ego and just keep hitting him up so that he knows how serious we are. And so I did that and to no response. And then backtrack to last Wednesday, um, me and this guy, are, we were working, whatever. We went for a drive uh, to go grab some stuff. And I get a text about 5 p.m. And I get a text from Kyle being like, yo, I'm uh, basically like I'm back in Miami for one night. Um, I landed like six. If you guys want to do the podcast, like tonight's the night. We're like, damn, son. Had to move quick at that point. Yeah. We were about to pay, we were about to spend big bucks to make Yo, that <laughs> like crazy. We're hitting everybody. Yeah. We're hitting these studios, that studio, blah, 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 whatever. Freelancers, like, everybody. Free, whatever. We yeah. at one point we had this one freelance guy who was gonna charge us like 3K US just to come to our condo to film it. And we were like, whatever, like whatever it takes, if that's what it is, because we cannot let this opportunity pass. And uh long story short, shout out to our guys, H Gab. We uh we hit up Kendrick, the owner, and um we're like, dude, you gotta open up like late night for us because they they close at a certain time. And he's like, Yeah, I got you guys, like all good. So, which is why we kept them up, just to give him a little shout out today, kept them up on the screen. But um, yeah, so we lock it in, whatever. Me and this guy are just like fucking amped in our condo, just like making sure like we know what's good, what the fuck we wanna ask, shit like that. And then yeah, we fast forward to it was like nine o'clock, I think, that we that we were had the studio booked for or ten, something like that. And uh yeah, they pull up security guards, like these guys come like they come legit. So it's oh, Kyle. These guys move different, bro. Yeah, they move different. So they come, Kyle, um, Gabe, and then my guy Visual Slayer. Yo, I love Visual Slayer, bro. That's uh, my guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's uh he's he's new to their team. He's from he's from um, he's from Toronto. He's from Oakville. Oakville, yeah, yeah, Oakville. So he pulled up. So it's just them three, and then I mean their security waits all sh- waits outside. And like fifty and happy dads. Yeah, and they pull up and just like man, like first time ever meeting them for people who think that we were friends with Kyle back home, we were absolutely not. This is our first time ever like communicating in person with him, talking to him in person. And they pull up like just fucking cool as shit, yeah. which was like really sick because it's like I feel like the people you see on camera is like the same as off camera. They're, oh, like, they're the super same. humble, super yeah, humble. hella humble. So like, we like they to, move with power, yeah. but it's but they're humble when you when yeah, you're talking it's to them. Different, it's like, different, it's different. So so they so they pull up, happy dads, whatever. We start saucing a little bit, um, and yeah, we're just chatting and shit. We were waiting for the studio to get prepped for us, and uh, just cool guys. Yep, we're just chilling, like being. They were being so cool with us, like whatever like obviously we're, we're all from toronto canada so it was obviously a lot to talk about like we had a good chemistry i think just like from the hometown vibes the same accent so we're <laughs> same <good>. accent <laughs> people calling us out in the comments yeah yeah but um but yeah so that sort of sums it up a little bit in terms of like how it all happened um there were a lot of us a lot of times of us just like Starting from a little bit of manifestation, calling him out on our old episodes, then to me, like just cold DMing him, getting the response, and then just like being persistent. Like maybe if I had a bigger ego, I would have stopped DMing him. For sure. And stopped te- whatever. Like eventually when it got to text, stopped texting him. But like, yeah, like Cole's mouths don't get fed straight up. They and, don't. and I was like, bro, I, I, kept, I kept telling her that. So I'm like, bro, like I kept asking him like, yo, should I text him? Like, should I do it again? Like again? And, 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 and he was just like, you, you got to do what you think is right. 
and uh, follow and, your gut, you know? Yeah. And I just knew it. I'm just like, listen, like he's going to see how, how motivated, how legit, how serious we are about this. And I think he saw it. Yeah. And, um, and I think you guys all saw it. And that's the reason why, you know, the episode got to where it did a million views. I mean, obviously having Kyle is come on as like, we're, we're not stupid. We know what that does for, for, for the channel, for that, for that specific episode. But yeah, and we got a lot of love. We got a lot of, lot, a lot, a lot of love from, from honestly, you know, in the comments of strangers, new subscribers and whatnot. But yeah, that's kind of the story of that. Obviously, if you watch the episode, um, <laughs> at the end, they, uh, they asked us to come out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ernesto hasn't drank in like two years. I'm gonna make that statement before we get into. Listen, that guys, story. like, yeah, get, get, I'm gonna let me tell. Yeah, let me you just say something. Let me just say something. Like, say it, bro. for any new listeners, yeah. new viewers, all right. Me and this guy used to be promoters. Okay, mm-hmm. nightlife hosts, oh, as you wanna call it. Yeah, that's professional. So we we're, we're pros at getting drunk. We were. Were we were pros we're. at getting drunk? Pandemic hit. Cold turkey kind of shit. You know, we don't drink that much anymore. Maybe a couple glasses of wine here and there. I'm done for good after last (laughs) week. But um, yeah, so we haven't, We like, I mean, you drink sometimes, but I don't, I don't really drink, bro. Like, I don't really drink since the pandemic hit. Bro, I can count on two hands since 2020 how many times i probably drank like eight times yeah since 2020 so i was trying to change my ways yeah, you know you I did. Trying, no you did no i did change ways. my ways you yeah. know but it was one of those relapses oh man. so so kyle no invites us out at the end of the pod which yeah, i'm sure you guys saw if you watched it i'm wearing fucking short shorts <laughs> okay um I, I i'm not ready for the club at yeah, all neither was I, yeah. we're both wearing the merch though so that's proper that was proper um so, you know, a couple happy dads during the episode, it got me kind of warm. And, and obviously the fucking Elk Boys asked you to come out. You're going to go out. Give like, I don't give a fuck if I haven't drinking in 10 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's going down. Yeah, yeah. So we left here. We went into we went into Kyle's Whip. Security, ready to go. Yeah, strapped up. Strapped up. Let's go. Uh, went to Steve's condo to pre-drink. Which, like, hold on a second. Which is like... Which is You're like, downplaying that right you now. Can't even, you can't even really explain the way that... Like, I felt like I was like... I was in a movie. Like, no, I was pretty much was in a movie. movie. I felt like I was in a movie. You're but downplaying that because, okay, like, we're not going to give the guys location and shit Yeah, out. yeah, don't but do like, all that, but, like, but it like, was fucked. But we went to, like, one of the most prestigious buildings in Miami. Yeah. And we went right to that penthouse, baby. Right up there. Right up to the top. And, bro, it was, like, elevator to the top, walk right into the condo. It's one of those. Shit. It was, like, it was legit. And we walked in. Dude, it was a vibe right away. Like they they right welcome they welcomed us in like Bro, like Steve family. Was, like Steve was fucking so cool. Yeah, he's he a dope introduced guy. Introduced himself, showed us actually like on his phone that he was watching our episode with with Jimmy with Jimmy like like th- that same day. Which that was, was really crazy, cool. man. It was just like those li- those little moments like him watching yeah. the pod with Jimmy and and shit like that. I was like, damn, like it was sick to see. Yeah, but he's really humble too. Steve's super humble. humble. Like humble as it's, shit. it's fucked because if you watch their videos, you would think like these guys are maybe like some cocky motherfuckers mm-hmm. or whatever. But like, they're not, bro. They're not yeah. at all. Like, I mean, yeah. Steve does a lot. He gives back a lot. But with, with the way he is and the type of status that he has, you would think he has some arrogance to him. He doesn't, bro. Yeah. Really. But like, we walked bro, in there like bro, strangers. Bro, we walk in and Steve's rocking a Richard Milley on each. Okay, on each but race. I would be too. No, no. 
<laughs> that was fucking sick. That was fucking that sick. That would be too. He walks in, Richard Milley on both wrists. Yeah, it was crazy. Bro, just like, I mean, you guys watch the videos. You already know what's good. Just the chains and shit. Happy Dad shirt on. Like, yo, this is so sick. So we, we were in there for a bit. Yeah. Got to meet some some cool people. Shout out Murda Murph. Yo. Yo, Murda, Murda Murphy's Murphy, my baby. guy. Murda Murphy's my guy. We're going to get him on the pod too. I already talked to him. I'm sure if you guys, obviously, you watch Nelk, you know, Murda Murphy's 6 Nines manager. Some context um, behind it. Yeah, but he's just a fucking G. Bro, this guy's such that a was G. So, like, he just welcomed. He really made sure we felt welcome though 100% he did he was really like well he knows like I guess he saw like Steve's obviously busy with the whole like hosting the night and shit and Kyle's doing his thing and everything so he's like yo let me let me see if I can comfort these guys at yeah. all he did exactly that no, like super sick. cool guy bro I fuck with him so, heavy I fuck so with him heavy heavy so heavy so, so we're in the condo yeah whatever so drink, we're in the condo just having happy dads we're just smoking a little bit having some happy dad yeah and then we finally make our way to the club Hop in the hop in the sprinter, the Maybach sprinter. Yes, which, which which by the way, we we hop in the Maybach sprinter, and there's like Happy Dad's already on ice, like prepped. Like this thing is, pr- is it was heaven on wheels, was ready to go. Heaven on wheels. Okay, okay, sorry. Continue. I squat down right next to Murder Murphy. Yeah, let's my go. guy. Let's go. Um, and like that was the moment where I started drinking too much. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was the moment. Yeah, that was um, it. You know what? <laughs> I kind of wanted to. I didn't yeah. know it was. I was gonna get so sauced, <laughs> you know, because I got so sauced. No, Let we'll, me tell you. We'll get there. We'll get there. But anyways, we get to the club. Yo, we got to the club. I felt like I was Leo DiCaprio, and, and I felt like you were fucking Ben Affleck. Yeah, and we fun. were walking in the club because like you walk out of the truck, and there was just cameras, like the the security guards botting everyone out of the way, making their pass for you guys. Was sick. Straight to the booth. Yeah. Just a lineup of bodyguards in front of the booth. Like, listen, like I've seen, I've seen celebrities in booths and clubs and stuff like that. Like, yeah. we've seen it, but like, bro, like that. No, it, it was it was different, bro. I've never seen it like that. Listen, we we come from nightlife, obviously. Like, man, we've seen some of the biggest celebrities, mm. artists, uh, uh, Toronto basketball players, and like, man, they're lucky if they got one security guard in front. These men's had the booth lined up with like five security guards, just like. Boom! Just like standing in front of the booth, like you couldn't even do nothing, bro. It That's was why sick. I, I didn't do I, I didn't do anything. I, I just sat funny. there. I gotta tell a funny story. Actually, it was funny. It was it was jokes. I, I like leaned over. I like tapped one of the security guys on the shoulder. I'm like, "Yo, um, I gotta go to the bathroom. Where the fuck is it?" And he's like, "No, I got you, dude." This guy, fucking, just started bodying people left, right, and center. Yeah, brings me all the way to the bathroom. We get to the bathroom. There's like 50 guys in line, and he's like. Don't worry, come with me. Bro, walks me right to the front of the line and then basically like picks me up and puts me in the bathroom. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, like a everyone's, little baby just everyone's, here. Yeah, exactly. And everyone's just looking and he's just looking at them. He's like, what? And, and no it's, one could say shit. It's crazy. It was it, sick. It, it, was, it was a crazy experience. Yeah, like, it, was, it moved different. Bro. I don't remember too much after okay. a certain point. So keep it moving. Keep going. No, there's, the, you know what? Like there's, there's, there's times where you got to stop the story and you got to think <laughs> if you're going to keep going, you know? Um, listen, guys. <laughs> I I got into a full send. Yeah, absolutely. I I did it all. Yeah, I went the full way. Yeah. I couldn't send any more than I did. I pretty much passed out the second I walked out of that club. The send was full. The send was full. I I literally walked out of the club, lost all my consciousness. Okay, maybe maybe it's where I take over. And then you came. So we're we're at about two a.m. now. This guy, like, honestly, is probably fifteen to like eighteen. Happy dads deep. Like we ordered. Which I don't even know why we did this. We didn't even have to, but we did. We had to. We had to. <laughs> a fucking like I don't even know what you call it. One liter or like the biggest. That was like three the, liters. The biggest dude. 1942 bottle you can buy. This guy bought it. 
Yeah, but okay, hold on. Let me let me stop you because I went to the bottle service girl. Yeah. And she, I said, she said, "What do you want?" Yeah. I said, "Tequila." Yeah. She, and she goes, "Which one?" <laughs> I said. 1942. Yeah. And then the convo ended. So she just picked the biggest one. So she picked the biggest one, which is okay. It's fine. Yeah, she she's, doing to her thing. she's doing her thing. And whatever. So he ordered that and he drank half of it to his face, <laughs> plus the like 15 to 18 happy dad. So you guys can only imagine where, where he's at at this point. It's like 2 a.m. now. I feel like Bob right now. It's 2 a.m. now. <laughs> this guy's <is> like, <laughs> I'm sure if you guys, you guys go, oh, you already know, already know what the fuck's good. You, you, there's always that one guy in the booth who like, is just too sauce and now he's falling everywhere and like bodying people. So I started seeing that happening. I'm like, holy fuck. I grab this guy, look at him, I, I see him and I just look into his fucking <laughs> eyes and his eyes are just rolling backwards. I'm like, all right, the done. We need to cut this right here. So I'm like, yo, let's go outside. Like we need to go outside for a smoke, whatever. Grab this guy, <laughs> get him outside, bro. No word of a lie. The second he steps outside of the door, his body just shuts off. Just like it's a shutdown rag- thing. <laughs> it was a shutdown thing. It was a shutdown just thing. Boom. Body just like he just drops. Listen, kids, you gotta off. know your limits. <laughs> you gotta know your limits. It was it was a couple of years for me, and I thought I could drink like I used to drink. Yeah. Which if I did that in another like if I did that two years ago, you'd be fine. I would I would have been fine. Yeah, hundred percent. Was two that was two years ago. So, so anyway, you should never stop drinking for that long. <laughs> never stop drinking <laughs> never at all. Stop drinking. Shout out Happy Dad. We, I put this guy on my fucking shoulders. I'm trying to get an Uber. First guy denies us. He's like, yeah, okay. This guy can't even stand. You literally are holding him on your back. I'm like, fuck. Next guy comes. Grab this guy like a fucking stuffed turkey. Shove him in the back seat. Get in the front. Guy drives us home. Really, really nice Uber driver. I don't remember your name, buddy, but you're a fucking legend yeah, for thanks, what you buddy. did. Get this guy back to the condo. Bringing him up. Get him into the elevator. The fucking concierge is just... She doesn't even know what to say. I don't even know what to, what to say to her, to be honest. Because I'm literally dragging this guy by his two arms. I can't even say arms. nothing, so yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. Get him into the elevator. A little, a little yak. Nothing too crazy. A little, a little zap. Just little to get zap. it out, it out was, of the system. Maybe, maybe like, one of the happy dads came out. <laughs> I was surprised. It was just a little bit of a yak. It was nice. good. And then door opens to our floor. And I grab this guy, how I had him. Because I basically, if you're watching... You'll, you'll see this. And if you're listening, I basically had both of his arms over my shoulders from behind. So I was piggybacking him, but his legs were like dead, like dangling. So we're getting, <laughs> it was fucked. So we get, I get him, I get him in the elevator, or whatever, a little yak. Elevator door opens. I'm like, okay, let me see if this guy can kind of do his own thing. I'm holding him now just by like one arm. And then this guy takes a little one, two tumble. Boom. Smashes his head on the fucking elevator, like door frame. Like, just a banger dome smash. You said it wasn't that bad. Now you're making it sound like it's bad. Well, listen. I, I <laughs> like had which, to, one, which one is it? I was it, trying but? to make you feel okay. In so the it was moment. bad. Banger dome smash. Jesus Christ. It's the first <laughs> I'm hearing about banger, banger dome smash. Banger dome smash. And uh, whatever. Get him into the condo. He passes out. <laughs> Next day, this guy's all fucked, bro. What yeah, happened? no shit, He's like, dude, bro. I don't remember anything. I'm fucking blackout, whatever. And from that point on, this guy's pretty much been, it's been a week to the day, I'm pretty sure. I'm still sauced. And this guy's still trying to recover still from, sauced. The, from the fucking send. Might be a minor conky, guys. We're going to know later today. No, it's a minor conky. I'm going to go ahead and 100% say it's a Dude, minor Dude, you literally, like, literally are changing <laughs> your whole story, bro. You're changing your whole fucking story. I save it for the camera to give him the truth. They deserve the So truth. you waited a week to tell me I smashed my head. <laughs> Oh, are you fucked? <laughs> so here we are. So here anyways, we are. Yeah, anyways, um, so listen, yeah, it was a listen, full send. Listen, maybe maybe you do 10, 
happy dad's max if you're a drinker because those things go down like like fucking nice juice yeah, they go like, down like nice butter. juice like san pellegrino you know yeah, what i mean it goes nice. down nice it man. goes down nice and then by the time i was drinking tequila like it didn't matter what i was doing yeah, at that was point like, that was just for fun um but sorry if i to- sorry if i you know like brushed anyone in there i know i did a couple things my guy murder murph had yeah. my back all night though love that guy for real bro yeah it was uh it was good it was a vibe and uh we had no choice we had to do it Listen, I went in on the full send, you know? Yeah. I went full on it. I understood what was happening around. You understood the assignment. I understood the assignment. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. So so that was that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, guys, we pretty much sat on the episode for a couple days just because we got it edited. We sent it to, to Kyle and his team to, just to make sure that they were cool with everything. We didn't have to edit anything out, which was awesome because he was down to just be very open about everything. Um, and then, yo, you guys ran it up. Like I, I don't even know like what to say. Yeah, it's crazy. and and I'm loving the like we're getting a lot of different questions. You know, like a lot of the comments I see, a lot of the DMs I'm getting are like, now it's more about podcast advice. You know, yeah, like okay, like how do I get started? How do I do this? How do, how do I, I do, I do this? this? And I think like one of the main things we've always said is you have to provide value in some sort of way, right? And our value, I think, when it came to Kyle was our production. Yeah, which is something that like, listen, we we. We had we had a good amount of viewers, but the the our production was was like second to none. Well, compared to like how big we were at the time, so like we still invested in that production. So I think a lot of people well, need to take that from it because that can catch someone's eye. I think I think that caught Nino's eye as well when he wanted to come on. Yeah, he saw our production and he saw what we were doing. Right, so I don't I don't know. I just want to say that because I saw a lot of people hitting us up. No, you're right. It's we i mean fuck don't look at our first our first maybe five no episodes, but you can go but back actually, go like, look at you them. can go look Cause, back because like, you'll see the progression but but from very early on we took our production seriously and treated it as if we were already a podcast with you know a million subscribers or whatever right like we we wanted to treat it like that since day one so i think that's a big piece of like yeah like you said how we caught nine was i how we caught kyle's eye eventually um, and, and how we were able to garner like you know a pretty decent sized fan base obviously very toronto based at the time because we were it was our home city but it was a super like it's a super loyal community you know yeah, it's like it's awesome. it wasn't anything crazy big um but the people that fucked with us like literally fucked with like, us they really watched all our episodes us, they yeah. they bought the merch um and i that's a huge testament to like the the production quality yeah and just our consistency behind it and just yeah. like giving how many guests do you know that we got because they knew they were going to get all this content after like now, that was a beautiful thing yeah, yeah we would we would we we create a lot of content from each episode so we get the full video edit the full audio edit which goes to spotify apple um and then back home in toronto we have our shooter actually with us so shout out he, dean shout out dean my guy dean so he uh he'll take pics of us after um like some bts pics and stuff like that which we give to uh we give to the guest then we'll create, you know, anywhere between like eight to ten, maybe twelve reels per episode that we just give to the guest. And we're like, hey, that's it. Here's what it is, whatever. Super yeah. high quality, super professional subtitles, the whole thing. Um, if you want to post it, post it. And a lot of time, like I'd say probably 80, 90 percent of the time, they do post it. And like, right? yeah, this was like this was like I would say now there's much many more pods out there doing more content. Yeah. But when we started it, no, no and like this. we were able to get guests just because the content pack we send them after. It was full fire. audio, full video, cover art, thumbnails, 
reels, IGTV, whatever they wanted, yeah. really. Like Clips, they were they were yeah. getting thirty pieces of content yeah. that they never got before. <laughs> yeah, it's and it, and that's the, that's that was huge value. Like for us to give that to guests. Yeah. Obviously for ourselves to promote the episode, but to give it to the guest, that's something that a lot of like that's why we got a lot of the guests we did at the beginning. Well, I think yeah, no, hundred percent, and I think yeah, I mean it, it. It comes down to that, and then I think it just comes down to being consistent, man, and like trying to provide people with some form of value, right? Like I'm gonna like I'll go I'll go back to Kyle and I'll say that he saw that he could get value out of our podcast, right? It was a podcast where he could step away from, let's say, the Full Send Pod and tell his story. Obviously, hometown boys that probably made a like a big difference in, in in his choice but he's like okay if i'm gonna do a pod where i basically let's say tell all and it's gonna be a different pod not my own then i want to make sure it's a hometown thing boom yeah. we, we we checked that box but then it was like people who are consistent and they're not on their you know seventh episode they're over 100 episodes yeah people who are putting out quality yeah right so it's, you know we start checking all these value boxes. Well, you have to it, remember there's one, there's another one too. It's like the way that we talk with guests. If we have a guest on, mm -hmm. they're doing the talking. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that takes a lot. Like there's a lot of people that start podcasts just because they like to hear themselves talk, right? Yeah, so, very true. So for us, it's like we'll actually just have someone sit them down, get them flowing in a convo of some sort. But they're talking for ninety percent of the time. Well, yeah, listen, like, and I think he, that's something he realized too. He can come on and and kind of. Not dominate the conversation, but just like, you know, make it about him, which it is about him. No, well, we, I mean, we've said this on so many older episodes and even ones of just me and you. Like, we did this for the guest. Always. The guest gets to come on, tell their story, tell whatever story they really want, right? Yeah. Um, And we're just the platform for them to do that. And we just want to make sure that we can keep asking questions to keep the convo flowing yeah. and make it a comfortable space where they feel open to, to talk about things that maybe they've never spoken about before. Yeah. Right. And I think that's really, that's huge, man. Cause I see a lot of people yeah. start podcasts and they're like, they're pulling up to the, to the episode with like a list of questions. Like they work for CBC. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yo, like just have a convo. Cause yeah. like, that's already too intimidating, you Be know, like real, if he wanted yeah. to go on, on, national television i'm sure he could like 100%. that's different right yeah. so he wanted to have an, and that's that's another tip i would say like just just try and you're gonna have to get good at it obviously yeah it's at, at first you're like oh i need some topics on the side i mean we even did at the, at the beginning had just some topics some points but nothing like yo i have 10 questions 20 questions and i'm gonna fly through these like you know it's not really like that well well like i mean even till this day we're we we do research on every guest we have. Yeah, but in our own way, you know. Yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, well, that's what I was gonna say. We do research on every guest that we have. We'll scour through their Instagram, their YouTube if they have one, whatever, all their socials, just to kind of see, get a story, get a feeling for who they are, um, and and more, little more intimate details about them. And then, man, like I got on my phone, I'll make notes on my phone. I know Ernesto does the same thing, but. It's basically like we're making those notes because then they end up becoming mental notes. Exactly. Right? So we don't ever have to look at our phones. Yeah. But because we've like actually written it down, we've made it real. Now you kind of remember them. Don't get me wrong. You're not going to remember every single point you ever wrote. But, no, but even if the guest says something, it's going to trigger one of the, the points, points that you, you wrote made. down. But the biggest thing is like people love podcasts because they're just real conversations yeah yeah if they wanted to watch interviews you watch 60 minutes you would watch exactly <laughs> go watch 60, go watch 60 minutes. minutes go watch whatever the mainstream bullshit right like yeah. we don't do this as an interview we do yeah. this as just a real ass convo and we want our viewers and our listeners and i hope you guys feel this way to feel like you're just sitting in the room with us yeah right and you're just a part of this conversation so 
Yeah, I think I think like that's that's pretty much it. Like you have to, especially at the beginning. Yeah, you have to remember you're trying to provide your audience value, and, and the also guests. the guest. Yeah, right. So you have to keep those things in mind, right? And we wanna, we did keep that in mind because we were always trying to get the value out of that that guest, right? You're trying to take their experience, mm-hmm. their mistakes, their wins, give it to your audience. Yeah, and even when we were at a smaller like like community, we had a smaller community. How many people messaged you saying like, "Yo, I." This was so good because I learned this from it, or this was so. When you get those messages, you're doing the right thing. Yeah, no, I actually want to. I actually want to like give some praise to you because you really taught me this, especially early on with this podcast. Was like responding to as many people as you can, and really like letting people know you appreciate them, especially from day one. Like if you have, if you just started a podcast or just a channel or anything, and you're very low numbers. And you got somebody who's consistently watching your shit and hitting you up and saying like, love your content, love your podcast, whatever. Like you got to make sure you really show that person love because it's those people at the beginning that build the foundation for you eventually to get to a point where you're like, holy fuck, I never thought I'd be here. Right. hundred thousand subscribers, 20,000, whatever the case may be. Right. So you really made me realize that. And, and that was something I really focused on over the last year trying to do that. And I remember like, yeah, we got, I got people still in, in the DMs from like our day ones, bro. It's crazy. It's like, it's insane. So you know what though? But okay. you gotta, you gotta build, like, that's another thing. You have to build community. It's not just about like, you have to remember if, if, if you're putting out a podcast for the first time and you're not a celebrity and you're not famous, you're nobody right now. Yeah. Right. So community, Facts. community, <laughs> community is huge. Right. Yeah. So if that, that means there's 10 people watching your shit every week. Yeah. Yo, you need to cater to those 10 people. Yes. You need to. You're not you're not big enough to just say, oh, it's 10 people watching my stuff. I need 20. Right? Mm-hmm. You need to kind of build that community. I think that we did a great job of that. We use social media uh, very well, especially Instagram. Um, and when people, when that community sees how consistent you are and how serious you are about your own podcast, they know you're going to blow up. Yeah, they know you'll get yeah. there, right? Like uh, the people so that messages. the people that watch us from day one, they're like, "Yo, I knew it. Like yeah. I already knew it." And I'm like, "I know you knew. Mm-hmm. That's why I fucked with you too." Yeah, it's facts. You know, so it's like you got to show love to everyone that's supporting you because, like, like I said, you start off, you're nobody, right? Um, and you can stay nobody real quick, and for a long time. for a long time, right? So those people around you that are supporting you, that are watching you, that are listening, yo, show them love in return. That's how that's how it works, you know. Like anyone that shows us love. We show lo- we show them love right back like that's Bear just how love. it goes right Bear and, and because that's just how the world fucking moves bro yeah no no you give it's what true. you get you know and and um, that's been huge for us so building community is huge even if you have twenty people yeah giving value and mm-hmm. even this one using each guest to get another guest that's huge I mean even yeah yeah that's, that's I mean Nelk brought it up on their yeah, on their they, podcast they with Rick too, Ross yeah. with Rick Ross um, they try to get someone from every guest which is huge I mean they're doing it at a crazy scale right like sure, insane but we were trying to do it at a smaller scale right so maybe start with with uh, a semi-pro athlete and, and work with a couple of them and then after five of them maybe you can now pitch yourself to a pro athlete yeah. right or a music artist smaller artist build it up you have to remember people who are successful to whatever extent they want to talk about themselves. Well, they want. They they want. Everyone loves it. Everyone loves coming on the pod and just talking about themselves. And I love it because I want to hear about it. No, hundred you know? percent. But but that's the thing. Like if you're giving if you're giving successful people a platform to to talk about themselves, they're all in. Yeah. But also don't get ahead of yourselves and say, oh, bro, I'm I'm ten episodes in, twenty even fifty episodes in, and think you can just like. You're just gonna get Rick Ross on the podcast. Like it just. I mean, it took us a hundred episodes to catch Kyle's attention. Yeah. 
yeah, you know like exactly. that's that's what it like that's and that's like still really good yeah like you know like that no that's still yeah it's still that's very still good. really good right so it's 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 all about the consistency aspect on that but yeah but, you can't just think you're gonna start getting guests all of a sudden and then the, like I would even recommend just doing some pods with with yourself or some friends at the beginning, right? We always say that. Get comfortable with the conversation itself. Even allow your audience to get to know you a little bit because you are the host at the end of the day. And then from there you build, right? Once you have like five, ten episodes, try and get someone, right? But like I said, provide them value. Don't make it don't make it hard for them to come on your podcast. Don't make it not worth it for them to come on your podcast. Yo, what up, guys? I know weird to see the episode end on this note. Um, We had some technical difficulties. We lost like the last minute and a half of this episode for some reason. I'm not sure why, to be honest, but nonetheless, you just missed the outro. So I'm going to give it to you here. Um, If you made it this far, we love you. Thank you so much. If you're not already subscribed, do the fucking duties. Subscribe, like the video, comment, let us know what you think. Um, we want to let you guys know that the merch store will be closing tomorrow. We've had way too many orders. We can't even keep up at this point. And we want to give you guys something fresh, something new. So if you're considering buying something uh, from this drop, now's the time to do it because it will be closed tomorrow. Um, again, want to thank Kyle and the team for showing us love. It's been unreal. Um, for all our old subscribers, we love you guys. Let's keep it rolling. For all our new subscribers, we love you guys. Let's keep it rolling. And on that note, We are out.